Hello, Tower Bottoms. It's me, your host, Zach Noe Towers, and this is a podcast about sex. A little bit about sodomy. I am angry. This is my angry voice. I'm so, so, so upset. I found out this past week that this podcast, Good Morning Sodomites, is neither promoted advertised or suggested to listeners who might enjoy it because the word sodomites is in the fucking title. Ah! It makes me want to literally pull my hair out of my head. I get like, should I assume that? Maybe, but it's just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. How is it that podcast about savage murders, savage rape slash murders have, have sponsors like Citibank and like Target and this podcast, which is somewhat like educational and but because it talks about sex it is literally pushed down in the algorithm I could cry um I basically noticed that the listenership um while like the ratings and reviews were are sky high and like going well the listenership has like plateaued and it's just because like I've maxed out on my my personal reach, you know, because I'm the only one who really gets this podcast out there. And Spotify is doing nothing to tell people about it. And I'm just like, I'm bummed because it's almost been a year that this is going. And um, I just want it. I wanted to keep going and I, I and I am going to this is oh my god this is episode number 49 and um episode, after episode 50 I am taking a a little break although don't worry I've still recorded I've still been taking interviews down so like episodes more episodes will be coming but here's the deal and I need your help with this I think I need to rename the podcast um at least on Spotify. Um, so my two options I'm I'm going with right now are Good Sod Pod or GMS. GMS with ZNT, that's kind of cute, but Good Sod Pod is the handle for the podcast already. So it's Good Sod Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so I'm leaning towards Good Sod Pod. Um, the jingle I, you can change over my dead body. So hopefully it doesn't like scan in that way for the word sodomite. Um, but I'm thinking good sod pod, but I'd love your input. Please DM me. Um, or if you're a patron, I'll put up a poll for you to vote. I'm so, I'm so annoyed. I'm so, why is sex so bad? Am I missing something? Like, honestly, like be, be honest with me. Am I missing something? Like, is there a reason rape slash murder podcasts can get huge, you know, bumps by advertising and and in the algorithm, but a sex podcast gets pushed downward? Am I missing something? Like, I don't get it. I My little lizard brain, my dumb little animal brain can't understand. I can't understand. Um, but that being said, I really appreciate you listening. Um, please share the pod if uh, you're so inclined. Um, uh, weigh in on uh, with a new title, GMS or Good Side Pod. That's the other thing. I almost don't want to change the title because it's like, fuck you guys. Why? Why can't the word sodomite? Why can't a successful podcast have a quote unquote dirty word in it like sodomite? I'm so oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm ranting. Um, please share the pod, rate and review the pod. If you haven't already consider signing up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash tower bottom. And other than that, buckle up. This is a really fun interview. And I think you're really going to enjoy this sexy ass guest. So without any further ado, this is bust a nut with Maddie pipes. Zach Bowie Towers. <laughs>
Maddie Pipes. Yeah, I know. We're talking. We're having a great conversation. It always happens. And then I'm like, fuck, this should be on the podcast. I'm just talking. Maddie is a uh, handsome. Okay, you're, moderately you're handsome. Very easy. He's downplaying it. I'm Midwestern. Uh, you should go check out his Instagram immediately after you listen to this episode. But you have shifted your career yeah. from like digital content yeah. to writing. Yeah, yeah. I was a um, digital strategist, uh, social media guru, as a lot of the PR kids would say. I love. Uh, for about a decade, um, working in like fashion houses and stuff like that. And then in the past couple years, I have transitioned into... Uh, screenwriting, television writing, stuff like that. Yeah, cool. And he's already he's seen so much success. He already has a management team. Uh, he's written like two pilots. Yeah, I've written uh, two pilots, one in development, and a short film. So yeah, what's fi- the wait? What's, what's the short film about? <laughs> okay, the, so the short film is based on. Um, well, I won't tell you what it's based on. You'll hear it. But basically, <laughs> it's two gay men who have a meet cute, which you know what a meet cute. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Um, so they bump bump into each other and have a meet cute and exchange phone numbers. And when they go back to their respectable homes, they're texting and flirting. And one of them gets the idea to like shoot his shot and ask the other for a date. At the second that he presses send and asks him for a date, the other one is kidnapped by henchmen. Oh my god! And still and like loses his phone. Oh no! So on one side you have this guy who's like spiraling because like he's not getting a text back and he's like lighting candles and like calling all his friends and freaking out and on the other side you're finding out this other gay guy is like 007 and is being like waterboarded and interrogated (laughs) and like and like all this stuff and so like it's just this really um it it came to me when I would text someone and like I would literally text this guy and like wouldn't get a text back for like a week and I'd be like oh like he must have thrown his phone into a river the second I asked him a question yep cool yep, yep and i was like what would that look like in a comedic sense and so that's why i wrote this i wrote it in like five days but i'm actually really in love with it i love it yeah thanks it, um and do you have plans to make it um i gave it to my manager he was yeah. like i can't believe you wrote that so fast yeah and i was like you know when you have feelings yeah and um he is looking uh he's looking to shop around possibly to one of the filmmakers uh, that he represents. Um, cool. yeah. but, I mean, everything I write, I, I want to see made. Of course, you know? of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Short films are hard often because there's like no money in them. So it's hard to get money, get people to give you money to make them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Because it's like, well, what is this going to do? You know, but you should make it because I would watch that and I would love it. Yeah, I mean, hey, you should read it. I, I will read it. Okay, cool. I dare me to read it. I'll read it. Cool. Um, okay, this is a sex podcast. Sex. Sex. You've heard oh, of it. God. You've heard of it. Yeah. How do you define sex? Like, if you said you Ooh. had sex with someone, like, what does that mean? Oh, that's penetrative. Penetrative. Okay, okay. But, like, mouth and other holes or just, no, like... No, no, no. Just, like, penis and butt. Penis and butt. Okay. Or penis and vagina. But, like, for you're, me, penis and butt. You're, class- you're a classic... Uh, classic dude. Yeah, classic. Royal blue. <laughs> Do you remember the first thing that ever like made you horny or that made your coochie tingle? That made me horny. Wow. Or the first thing that like made you like realize like sex was something. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I grew up. I had an older brother who was one year older than me, and we lived with my dad, and my dad had porn. So, okay. Like, yes. I had heard porn and been like, "What is that?" And then like, <laughs> I went to a very, I went to a school where like kids would like be talking about stuff that I didn't understand. But um, so stuff like there was always kind of like an uh, like a layer of sex, a around. whisper but of also, sex. But also, I was I went to a private Catholic school, so it's like it's the thing that you couldn't talk about. So everyone wanted to talk about sure. it. Sure. Everyone wanted to have their facts. So um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that like the first time I had like anything like that was literally some like a boy came over to to spend the night with my brother like a, my brother and I were in little league and he mm-hmm. had like a friend spend the night at our house and I was like who is that, that? like hey <laughs> fresh meat <laughs> brothers old I had an older brother too older brother's friends and they were 3 years older oh. so they went through some changes before I did and oh, I remember yeah. just being like what are the christian boys in the basement what doing is that about yeah totally that's so Funny. Wait, and okay, so, but in your household, mm-hmm. was like, was there a sex negative vibe or like were your parents like affectionate? Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. did people, did they talk well, about sex ever? Well, that's interesting. Okay, so I was with my dad mm-hmm. and for a little while we lived with my grandparents. So it was my dad and my grandparents moved in and they were all, they were like, 
grandparents. Yeah. So it's like, there's no like sex there. There's no my dad's <laughs> a single dad. They like kind of kept it away from us. Also, again, very religious. Yeah. So it's like, I was like vice president of the abstinence club in high school. No, you weren't. Called Promise to Keep. No. I was the vice president of Promise to Keep. Stop. And we had to, we traveled. Okay, so in Indianapolis, um, there were four major Catholic high schools. Okay. One in the north, one in the south, one in the east, one in the west. And each Catholic high school had eight like grade schools that fed into it. Sure. So I went to the north high school and in Promise to Keep, we would travel to the eight little grade schools and teach them about abstinence. Stop. So I would travel to like a school and go to the third grade kids and we put on skits. No. Oh my God. Wait, do you remember what some of the skits were? Oh my God. There was this one <laughs> where we had to... <laughs> it was so bad. Okay, so we would call up a kid to the front, and we were like, okay, now that you've learned everything about abstinence, we're going to try to come on to you, and you have to say no. Stop! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop! Totally. That yeah. is the cringiest thing so, I can imagine. So cringe, but also you have to think, like, when it was the bo- when it was like someone like me hitting on, like, a 30-year-old girl, she's like, no, and it's like, great, look at her. But then you think, like, a boy comes up who's in front of all his friends, right. and, like, a hot, like, senior in high school. <laughs> school girl gross she's like let's go upstairs your parents are at home and he's like i don't know <laughs> he's like, you're supposed to say no stefan <laughs> yeah. but he's like uh it's a maybe it's yeah. a it's a hard maybe it's a hard maybe wow yeah. that is okay wait was it easier for we're jumping a little bit ahead but was it easier <laughs> for you to be in the absence club because you do you identify as gay yes yeah because you didn't want to have sex with girls do you know what I mean? No, I was just an, um, I was an overachiever in high school. Like I was in every freaking club because I felt like the more clubs I can be in, the less they could ask me like why I wasn't dating someone. You know? <laughs> Anytime my aunts or uncles would be like, oh, so when are you going to go a girlfriend? I'm like, I'm too busy. I'm the president of the yearbook. I'm the vice president of the choir. I'm vice in, president. I'm, I'm the vice president. I'm president promise of the to class. Keep. I'm the vice president of the promise to keep. Like I was in everything track team cross country wrestling everything um i was so freaking busy and it, it was mostly because like i couldn't stand the questions sure. and so it was just another thing to do and they found me and they were like we love your presence we would love for you to be in it and then after a year they were like you're vice president and i was like great <laughs> wait 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 was there any were there any scandals within promise to keep Oh my God, totally. Well, we got out of school for the day. So we would would go and teach these kids about abstinence. And then like two, like, cause there'd be like six of us for this like one group and two would go and like hook up, you know? Stop. I was at the, at the promise. Oh my God. I hope no one, no one from Promise to Keep. Who is listening to this? (laughs) Literally, who is listening (laughs) to this? Please let us know if you're listening to this. Um, Subscribe. Yeah. Um, I was at the promise to keep um, banquet that they had every year where I had to give a speech. I went to the restroom like 10 minutes before my speech no. and ended up getting a BJ from, no. a, from another kid from a rival school. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's hot, but no. Yeah. And then walked At out to and keep? then walked out and like gave my speech to like a hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kid it, did it was, not keep his promise. It was that's very cruel sure. intentions. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, do you, did you, did you stay in touch with that kid? Yeah. yeah. He ended up being, um, he ended up being like a, um, a crew member on like a play I did like that summer. Stop. Yeah. Oh, like a, at a summer theater yeah, thing? Yeah. And then like, I've seen him, he, we're friends on Facebook. He oh like comes God. out to LA sometimes. Oh yeah. my God. I haven't seen him, seen him, but like, I know Is he gay he too? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be wild. Mm. sucking off um vice presidents in the in the bathroom now we're talking politics it happens <laughs> it always gets back to politics y'all. membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can i be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it but nobody is going to do it for you and nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Okay, so this is jumping back a little bit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Do you know? No, no. Do you remember the, your first orgasm? Um. Yeah. I mean, what, like where stuff came out. I mean, where you had like an orgasm, I guess. Like, did you have yeah, them before I stuff think, came out? I know I didn't have it before stuff came out, but I remember. I, like I said, like I've seen porn. Yeah. By this time, sure. Like I'm a kid who would be like, I'm sick, and when everyone leaves, just like watch porn all day. <laughs> so, like, a so, lot of us are that kid. I'm I think. so sick. <laughs> um, and I would be like, I would like, because this is back, I mean, I'm old. So, like, this is back when you're putting in the VHS tape, and then I'm, like, checking out the window to make sure my parents aren't coming home. Sure. And, um. I, I grew up on VHS porn. Jacking off and uh, being like, why does, why does my, none of that thing never happen to me? Like, seeing people, like, come um, on, on the screen and be uh-huh. like, that never happens to me. What is that? That's weird. Um, and I think the first time it happened to me. I was still kind of like, because I was kind of scared because there's a term that I don't know if it's used so much in the white community, but in the black community, they would always be like, bust a nut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought your nut actually like, actually like burst like a balloon. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want that. To I don't happen. want it to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you had to like wait like months for it to come oh back. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, I was like, bust a nut. I do not want to bust a nut. That sounds so fucking scary. <laughs> you have to wait for spring to come <laughs> yeah, again. That's totally. so well, I know what funny. happened. I was at first, I was like, okay, so you can only have two kids. But I was like, that doesn't make any sense because like I have two brothers and like, you know, so it's like yeah. something is something's weird. And I was like, oh, it grows back. I was like, I can't deal with this busting of a nut. Bust a nut. Yeah. Um, that's probably gonna be the episode title. I'm so glad we. I'm so glad we found it so soon. I mean, this is early. Like, let's just. Oh, okay. You're in. right. You're right. Okay, put a pin in it. But Buster Knot's pretty great. <laughs> um, uh, um, do you remember your first sexual experience with another person? Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, I do. I was at. Um, I was at theater camp. Oh. <laughs> Where the magic happens. Um, going into ninth grade. Hmm. So in between eighth and ninth, and I went to theater camp for a week, and we all had our own rooms at this college, and in the dorms. And I remember this kid just being very fascinated with me and being like, wanted to be my best friend. And I was like, okay, cool, like we can hang out, whatever. And he came over. He was the same age as me, and he came over to my dorm once, and we were like hanging out. And I like literally don't barely even remember it. Yeah. But I just remember that like we like pulled out our renders and like touched each other. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. Ah! But, he, but he seemed very he seemed much more like experienced used to it yeah, yeah used to it than i was i was just like what are we doing like you know well, not only that, but <laughs> what like, are we doing you know like looking back now i probably was like very much that like naive ingenue and in all the porn that's just like what what's the point of this <laughs> <laughs> i've never had sex before I was like, i've never seen it <laughs> he's like let's pull out our penises and whack off i'm like why would we do that <laughs> Let's play video games. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I think that's the first time. Wow. I I didn't realize, I didn't, I didn't realize that I was like an attractive kid. You still don't realize you're an attractive adult. I know. I don't. Where does that come from? Sidebar. That's that's just a thing of growing up around a lot of white people. Oh my God. It's a, it's a common thing with POC. Sure. Where if you grow up around a lot of white people, sometimes you don't see yourself you see yourself as other a lot. Sure. So I never really thought of myself as a sexual being. Wow. I often was like, oh, I'm like the sidekick. Like, oh, Mikey's going to go home with someone and I'm going to be like the funny one, you wow. know? And I never really consider myself to be like in the running as like a desirable sure. partner. It wasn't until I started going to clubs in L.A. or going to um, more POC friendly clubs, queer clubs here um, that like Latin guys or the black guys would be like, hey. And I'd be like, hey. And they'd be like, what? no, no, no. Hey. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah. During that, um, during that summer at that uh, at that theater camp. theater camp, there was also a like a singing camp going on at the same time, and we had like lunch at the same time, but we never interacted. And then at the end of both of our camps, we had a talent show that was combined. Oh my and god! And I got asked to host it. Oh my god! So I hosted the talent show, and there were singers, and there were theater, whatever. And these two boys who were in the choir camp, who I'd never like had any interaction, interaction with yeah. before, I just saw them at lunch. They got up on stage and sang in front of my parents, saying, "The boy is mine," to me. 
that's that's queer as hell oh it was i was like i was at first i was like oh they're singing the boys mind that's weird and then i was like oh they're oh, like staring right to at me, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> was it like a hit of a number i don't remember that part. <laughs> really you were in like a trauma blackout like, you're like okay and next act <laughs> consummate professional wow do you remember if those boys were like were they like being gay or were oh, they, they being... Were being very gay okay i remember seeing them it, during lunch and being like oh those two boys are different <laughs> well at least okay and this was in indian in indiana mm-hmm. that's like um impressive to me i guess that like they weren't like beat up yeah <laughs> shortly after i mean it was it was choir it was choir <laughs> it was who was gonna beat them up <laughs> with those wrists <laughs> um do you remember your first time like sex um yes do, we, do you want to talk about it um yeah um it was with this boy from a rival high school of mine and he was good friends with my best friend who was a girl and she was like hey like um i'm i'm having mikey over to hang out like let's all come over and like watch tv so we went over to her house and watched tv and then she like was like oh i have to go get something and like left and went upstairs she like totally set it up and then he was like, hey. And then, like, he came on to me, and I was like, wait, what's going on? Oh, you didn't pick up on, were, I were there I any? Know, I didn't know at all. Okay, he, was, okay. he was very, very like low. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not even out to her? Or did she, she knew? He was, he, he had talked to her about me. Oh. And he's like, get me in a room with him. Yeah, get <laughs> me in a room with that fucking Maddie Pimes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and then, uh, yeah, that was the first time we did it. And, Used her moisturizer as lube. Okay. And she still, literally to this day, DMs me about it. No. And she's like, oh, you owe me a moisturizer. And I'm like, girl, get over it. Stop. You're a fucking 16 year old moisturizer. What were you even using? Uh, CeraVe or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, calm down. You should, you should send her like a tub of it though. Yeah. CVS. <laughs> Wait, can I ask if you were on the giving or receiving end of your first time? Oh, that one, I was on the receiving. Nice. And yeah. how was it? Um, I mean, that was the first, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's weird. <laughs> I love that all of your sexual experiences, at least up to this point, are very, like, observ- like you're <laughs> observing it, and you're, like, you're a scientist, like, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's weird. But he was like, again, me seeing myself as other so much, I didn't understand his attraction to me, you know? Yeah. Like, um, even if I was in a room and he would be like, you're so beautiful or whatever, I'd just be like, what are you, right, you're weird. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking oh, about? Oh, that breaks my heart. The other yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. is it something that you, have you noticed uh, you think about it less? Like, or have you stepped into being a handsome? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think about it um, nearly as much now. No, I mean, I right. don't even really think I registered it before i just did not think sexually because i just like was like oh like i'm just not yeah i'm not you know, sexual have sex yeah i have sex weird. wow yeah, yeah. wow okay that's a huge bummer <laughs> um, i mean it is i mean now that now that i am who i now that i know what i know now right i think that i have specific gifts that if i would have known that i had those gifts back in the day it would have been totally different now I'm like, oh, yeah, like, let's do it. But back then I had no idea. Wait, gifts, do you mean like oral skills or something? No, 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 no. Okay. just like... Um, like talents? Nah. Or like sex stuff? Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, I, like um, gifted. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go into detail? Just, I'm, I'm gifted, that's all. Oh, you have a big day? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not good with subtlety, I, I guess. Mean, I was trying to be very subtle. <laughs> Okay, I now I'm sweating. Don't um, sweat. We have two air conditioners <laughs> on in this house. Um, okay, first time. Wait, first time was that? What? When was that in high school? Do you remember? Um, I think I was a junior. Okay, was it like off to the races with sex after that, or was it um, still like a slow? Yeah. Well, okay. So there was him, and then there was another guy who was dating another one of my friends, a girl, and we. We had like this this sleepover at his house, and there were like twelve guys there, and we all went to bed. He had a huge, huge mansion, uh-huh. and we all went to sleep like in the room where the big TV was. Yeah. And then I remember being like woken up at the middle of the night. Like he like tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, oh, "I'm 
I'm sleeping. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sleeping. And he's like, well, you want to come sleep in here? I can't sleep. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I went into his room and I like laid down next to his bed and he was on his bed. And he's like, what should we do? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, let's play Truth or Dare. And we started playing Truth or Dare. And it ended up with uh, like, like, I dare you to like kiss my dick thing. And I was like, you're stupid. And he's like, haha, you're weird. Blah, blah. And then it was like, dick's unless out. you want to do it. And then, um, yeah, I blew him. Oh my God. And then that, that kind of lasted all through my high school and through college you and him? a little bit. Yeah. Stop. Wait, yeah. did you date? Behind closed doors. Oh, there oh, no, you just no dating. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're funny. You're so sweet. Oh, look how cute you are dating. That's so that's so sweet of you. No, blowjobs. Okay, blowjobs. <laughs> no, no, no. Right below dating. Blowjobs. Some people would put it above dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine for sure. Right. They would put my blowjobs above dating for sure. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Just is like, he gay now? No. Interesting. Yeah. I blew a couple of my straight friends back in the day, but I was like so hungry to like suck a dick because I like you know like my my body was telling me to do it, but it was not like conducive. You know, like it wasn't easy to do in well, the environment. Yeah, it's it was like a big thing. Like his um, we kind of got caught like in college. Oh God! And at his home of, or like at, at well, college? Well, I was we were at college, and then every year <laughs> um, on New Year's Eve. There's a bar in my town where like all the kids from my um, high school like go, like you know to go to this bar on New Year's. Sure. Or yeah, everyone has this bar. Yeah. And so we all went there and got shit faced, and we were we were driving to this after party. He was in the front seat, I was in the back seat, and our friend was driving. And the entire time we were wasted, and I had my hand around like trying to grab him. And my friend is driving like not an idiot. Sees like, the whole thing. He's like, "What the fuck is going on?" We get to the house. And I'm like, I have to use the restroom. So I run around to the back of the house. My The other guy follows me to the back because I'm like, blowjob time. And <laughs> Blowjob time could also be a good title for the episode. <laughs> we, think we're gonna, we think we're getting away with it. We like finish, go back into the house where the after party is. The guy who was driving the car is like holding court in the living room with all of our friends being like, they're out there sucking dick right now. And this is what happened in the car and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa. And I was wasted and I didn't even go in the house. I just heard that and I like closed it and I just like ran home. And I was far, I was like two, three miles away from my house. Oh my God. Man, that started kind of fun and it ended very traumatizing sounding. Yeah, it was crazy. It was Indiana, what are you gonna do? Wow, do you know, was that the last you saw of that guy ever? No, I mean I've seen, I've seen him a few times since okay, then. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we were all like in a really big friend group. I have to let him out. Is that- oh yeah, no, it's okay. Pause. Hi, welcome back. Hi, welcome back. We were talking. Welcome back to blowjob time <laughs> blow with job. Maddie Pipes. Blowjob time. Oh god. <laughs> um, okay, so I just I like I wonder You're fascinated. about. I, yeah. <laughs> well, that that really. Um, took me back like someone like outing people kind of yeah. like telling a bunch of people they're fucking gay you know yeah. it's like witch hunt like and that, get and that friend has since like apologized to oh, me good. Like, I, went, I went home a few years ago and we hung out and he was like you know when I, at that time i didn't understand it and i was so rude and he he really apologized to me and made me feel seen good and so i've, I've completely forgiven him for it and i get the situation because I was, I grew up around all that. Like I grew up in a place where I was told this and that was wrong. And so I get where that came from, but yeah. he's evolved past that. I think we've all evolved past it. Sure. So, yeah. Wow. Well, good. I'm glad there's some like closure there or some moving forward there. Some acknowledgement of what yes. happened, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people never, ever get that. Um, okay. So this was college. Yeah. How was your sex life in college? Um, I was still closeted in college. Wait, really? Yeah. Interesting. I went to I went to religious private. Okay, schools, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. Like St. Peter Claver uh, preschool, St. Andrews grade school, Bishop Chittard High School, DePaul University, Bishop Catholic, Chittard. Catholic, Catholic, <laughs> Methodist. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you just you, you know, weren't gay. You just weren't fucking gay. Wow. Um, even though looking back now at my college years, I was like, I was so fucking gay. You know? <laughs> just like, did you just like doing college? none of the homework, but looking amazing. 
Like showing up <laughs> 15 minutes late, no homework done, looking great. <laughs> so stupid. Um, and pledging a fraternity. And yeah, I mean, I think my freshman year, I tested out the waters and found that like every time I did, I got... I was felt a little exposed. Sure. Like my freshman year, there was an RA who really liked me and I hooked up with him once, but then like he started to try to pull me into this crowd. And I was like, can't do that. Yeah. And then like I did like this, there was a secret handshake that I heard about that like if you shake someone's hand yeah. and then do this, it's that, gay. Means like, that means like, hey, I'm gay too. And uh, for those of you listening, it's just a little middle finger rub in the, yeah, in the palm. Um, and I did that with this other guy that I thought was gay. He ended up being gay. But the next week, like, someone came up to me and was like, oh, I heard you gave him this weird handshake. And I was like, okay, so I need to be a lot more... Wow, DL. Yeah, a lot more discreet here because people are, like, out here. And so I just kind of, like, closed off a lot um, when I was there. Like, I would hook up with people when I came back home to Indiana. Um, But other than that, no. Um, I got into a frat, and it it was just drunk frat life. You know, yeah. I hooked up with maybe two, three people in, in college. We would drive out to the cornfields because it was surrounded by corn yeah. and like fuck in the cornfields and then like drive back. Hot. Yeah, I had sex in like um, a pickup truck in a cornfield. <laughs> yeah. But like other than that, like I wasn't I was like I wasn't trying to do that there yeah. just because I was like I was so I was so afraid. And even though I was afraid and all that stuff, I still was like. I, don't, I can't believe I didn't see this stuff, but, like, I would be asked by, like, the queer league to, like, be in a play with them. And I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Not thinking, like, oh, they can see that you're a gay yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, these people want me to help them. How nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, not at all. Um, I was also in a frat, so we were. I was just trying to be very... Did you ever hook up with your frat brothers? No. Really? No. I, I was very adamant <laughs> about not doing that. Um, even Did- though now looking back, there were definitely situations where a few of them were trying to hit on me. And I didn't see it until now. Yeah. But um, there were a few that I definitely had like massive crushes on. Sure. But I, like, I was not doing that because my school was 85% fraternity sorority. It was the number what one. DePaul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the number one fraternity sorority school in the nation. The number seven party school in the nation Ooh. with 2,500 kids. You know? Like the list of party schools was like these huge school, like Penn, yeah, I knew yeah, these yeah. huge schools and my teeny tiny school was number seven. So like we were just getting wasted. Yeah. It's like, who's trying to get a boner when you're wasted? No one. <laughs> so like we were too drunk to fuck. Um, and so, yeah, no, I was actually kind of, I went through college just being, a, I was, I went by pipes, my last name. Um, I had dreads down to my boobs. Stop. So like every room I walked into, people were like, hey, you want to smoke a J? And I was like, yeah. So I, I never paid for weed. Um, I was just like a party kid. And I was wow. flying out to LA every weekend to like audition for musicals and like and music videos and stuff like that. So like I was never really there to f- have sex. That's cool. Yeah. When you, What was it like being in LA for the weekend? Did you have sex there? Yeah. Were so, you gay there? Well, my, my school had this thing where for J term, for January, uh-huh. you can write a proposal for like something you want to do and they'll pay for it. Like as a, like make a wish foundation or something. <laughs> and so um, I wrote that I wanted to come out to Los Angeles and like take dance at like millennium like which was like this huge dance place back then and um and they paid for me to come out here to have an apartment for a month to go to dance classes and i remember being in a taxi cab whoa and <laughs> it was drive it was driving me to some um audition or something and we drove through west hollywood and i saw someone two men holding hands and i asked the driver i was like where are we and he goes oh this is west hollywood and i was like West Hollywood. Hmm. Remember that. <laughs> By the end of the month, I was all up in West Hollywood. Oh my like, God. Just ruled West Hollywood. <laughs> um, and I went back to Indiana and I was like, I'm not fucking weird. You guys are weird. Yeah. There's a whole town of me. Yeah. And you guys are trying to make it seem like I'm weird. Yeah. And I'm not. And so then I had one more semester in school, finished that out. Four days after I graduated, I flew out to LA and I never looked back. Duh. That's so, that's beautiful. That's a happy ending. (laughs) Not ending, but you know, happy middle. Happy ending. (laughs) Another good episode title. What were they so far? It's blowjob time. Blowjob time. Happy ending. What was the one before it though? (laughs) Damn it. I've already forgot. Okay, then it's blowjob time. I got a pen and a piece of paper. (laughs) Be prepared. 
I refuse to be prepared at any time. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then LA. That is, you're going to be a very unpopular bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Already am, honey. Uh, okay, so LA. Yeah, Was LA. then like, it, were you gay then? Yes. Yeah, 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 I was so gay. I mean, I was going to dance class every day and then going to the Abbey and barely eating and literally just eating the fruit in my apple martinis. Stop. Just being like, can you get me a fruit martini? And like eating the fruit, getting wasted every night, going to dance class. Like I was Did you have an so eating disorder? Um, I don't think I had an eating disorder. I just think I was like poor. Oh, okay. You know? Hey, been there. Yeah, totally. And it was <laughs> just like, hey, I'd rather spend money on like getting a cab to the club and like partying and like seeing. I was just, I had been so um, sheltered my yeah. entire life to, that to get to LA and see all these crazy things um, was just like, I didn't want to miss a, a of minute course. of it, you know? Of course. Went out every single night. And like, I had a best friend named Orion who, his name was Ryan, but we, changed his name on the flight over i was like you're going by orion now and so like just, orion yeah orion you're like this is orion um <laughs> and we went to we were going to every club and seeing all the celebs and going to all the parties in the hills and look and we would just stand outside the club and just be like pool 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 <laughs> and then some guy would be like did someone say pool i have a pool i'm like hey oh that's so weird <laughs> yeah totally God, just a some- twink just such a little sexy twink um (laughs) and i'm so happy that there was no um what do you call it uh phone cameras back there like oh my god oh my god snapchat or instagram i'm so happy there's no documentation of my twink days (laughs) were they dark they were dark days oh my god they were bad because i I chopped off my dreads and had like a mohawk cute and i was so tiny and i was just oh god it was so it was bad i wonder if we cross paths because i also well i came out here in like 2009 and i was also twink like tiger heat twink oh tiger heat twink for sure yeah no but not tiger heat heaven <laughs> do you remember the vip of he- oh of yeah tiger it heat? was like catwalk you, you, thing? you couldn't get into unless you like were on a list like i was a heaven twink ah! like, we're going to heaven <laughs> We all know twinks don't go to heaven. We all know twinks. Everyone was like eighteen to twenty-two or like fifty. (laughs) There was no in between. Totally. It was like just got here from like Poughkeepsie or (laughs) Milwaukee or Indiana, or you're like a studio exec. Sure. That's that's the only people in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That watch. I hope it's not like that when we get up there. Oh my god, I'm never gonna go there (laughs) to heaven. Mm -mm. Did you have to come out to your family? Um, yes and no. I mean, I had a moment when, um, I mean, they know they knew when I was younger, uh, there were obviously like inklings. And then, uh, when I was in high school, I had an English teacher as we all did, who was like, Oh, write journals. And we all wrote journals for like a semester. And then after the semester was over, I continued writing in my journal. And, um, I think that I just got a little bit more free what I was writing about my crushes and stuff like that. Sure. And my father read it. <gasps> yeah. Like against your will? Or yeah, he... against my will, for wow. sure. I think he was looking... I had, had it in my, my t-shirt drawer, and I think he was looking for something, a rag to wipe something down. Wipe rag to wipe his car down. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> and... And, um, and found it and read it, and I heard him, like, talking on the phone about it. And I was like, that's weird. Why is he talking about my diary? So I took it and took it to school the next day. And then when I got home from school, him and my grandmother like were like, we need to talk to you. And they sat me down. And he's like, where's your diary? And I was like, I don't know. Where's your diary at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they had a whole conversation with me about like how bad it was. And they gave me like scripture and all these things. And I was like, Ugh, okay, whatever. Oh, God. And my mom had, uh, my, mo- my mother was um, a hairdresser, a beautician. So okay. she had a lot of gay friends. Yeah. So she knew what was up. You know? Wow. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't like kick you out. No, they didn't kick me out, but I mean, it was definitely. Oh, I'm not like um, negating. Yeah, it's it sucks still. No, it definitely sucked, but it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sucked basically. But yeah, they they know. They yeah. Know what's up. I mean, of course they know now. Like my my father knows, sees all my IGs. Like he's asked me questions about guys. Like it's fine. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, you curate the account into black men. Into black guys. Into yeah. black guys. Yeah. Into black guys. Yes. yes. And it's uh, very sexy. I just wanted to plug it really quick um, <laughs> before I forgot. Um, okay. <clears throat> then we are in your twink days. Twinks. 
and like I mean you were in heaven you got <laughs> taken to heaven yeah, like yeah. there I remember a lot of perks of being a twink mm-hmm. um but you you must have liked it then L- liked what sex being a twink um, I didn't really understand that that was what was going on, but I liked being like cute and young and pretty and shiny. Sure. For sure. But I remember having this job where um, this really lovely man, Vincent Ely, I was working at Maxfields, which is like the most expensive store in all of LA. Oh, wow. Fashion store. And he was the head buyer. And um, I was like 22. Uh-huh. And like I said something snappy to him. I think he might have asked me out on a date or something. And, um, <laughs> and he said, how old are you? And I said, 22. 22, 23, and he goes, okay. He's like, that that attitude's cute until you're 25. And I was like, okay, whatever, old man. I got to 25, and I was like, oh, like, no one's putting up my shit anymore. Yeah. There's, there's literally, like, a date where it's like, okay, like, you can't pull that shit anymore. People have seen your face. <laughs> you're not new. And yeah. There's, and there's a new bus showing up in Los Angeles with new boys every five seconds. Yep. And so it wore off pretty quick. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, but sex, <clears throat> sex. Um, did you have more of it when you got to LA and like hit WeHo hard? Was sex a part of your like? Again, I was f- still <clears throat> feeling very othered. Okay. Um, I didn't. I wasn't actively looking for sex. Like there was no like, oh, we're gonna go out and we're gonna make out and get these girls, you know. Um, if it happened, I'd be like, that was so weird. <laughs> that guy, like, we had sex with that guy. It was weird. Um, I remember. Um, I was also in that weird Midwestern mindset where, like, anyone I made out with I thought was my boyfriend. So, like, yeah. I would go out to a club yeah. and I would make out with a boy all night long and, be like, and we're go home boyfriends. and be like, I have a new boyfriend and he's great. <laughs> and I'd be like, um, and I'd be like, I'm going to San Diego to see him next week, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And my friends would be like, oh my God, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. And I'm like, and it's like, no, girl, that's not how it works. <laughs> and I literally just didn't get it because I was like, we made out. He's my boyfriend. Yeah. I woke um, up at his place. I woke up at his place. I walked home. <laughs> yeah. That's totally. my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boyfriend. Totally. He gave me his number. He were friends on MySpace. He's in my top eight. Oh, my God. my boyfriend. MySpace top eight. What a mental uh, mind fuck. Yeah. It was bad. And my doggy's being a little bad. He's, just, he's, he's being needy. That's okay. We're almost done. Are we? Yeah. I mean, we're just a twink phase. I have oh, so okay. much more. Oh, my I God. I haven't oh, to the part where I'm sexy yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So, so anytime I was having sex uh, at that time, it was all um, sporadic and, like, spontaneous, you know? Like, I'd be at an after party, and I would just be drunk and, like, hanging out and, like, sitting on a couch, and then all of a sudden, like, everyone around me is fucking, and someone's blowing me, and I'm like, oh, whoa, I guess oh. we're having sex now. So I was never, like... Proactively looking for it. At sure. That point. It wasn't until I got my first boyfriend where I really understood, like, sex in a way of like, okay, like there's this pleasure to it. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that um, for so long I was just like an idiot jackhammering. You know, just like we're just gonna bam, 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 bam. Yeah. You know. Um, and it wasn't until I got my first boyfriend when I was like late, like 27, where he was like okay, stop. <laughs> You're going to kill me. <laughs> and, he was like, and he was like, okay. He's like, let's slow down. We're going to make out. I'm going to show you how to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And from there, I was like, oh, oh you know? Oh, it's a good thing. I was, it's like, oh, this is, I was like, this is great. I was like, I've been doing, I've, I've not been doing this at all. <laughs> you know, this is not what I've been doing. Oh my God. Um, and we were together for almost a year. Okay. And after we broke up, then I was like, okay, now I like understand what I'm looking for now when I see other guys, I can be like, oh, I am attracted to that person sexually because I can tell that I would have really good sex with that person. Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where before I would just be like, <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I don't six, know. You're 6'5? Great. <laughs> like, absolutely not, girl. Who was trying to climb that tree? I mean, some people. Not, not I, girl. More for them. Not I, girl. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, yeah, so yeah, that helped. So after the boyfriend, did you have you had you always wanted a boyfriend or did was were you reluctant yeah, I mean, to get I a boyfriend? Had, I had like boyfriends quotation marks yeah. in, in high school or whatever, but like I didn't have, but we weren't like sexually active or anything like that. We were just kind of like, oh, we're two boys who hang out together. Yeah. Um, but this is the first. I think that this he was like my first like true like true meaning of the word boyfriend. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I did want one. 
at that point. And yeah, I got one. So hot. did you keep wanting after you guys broke up? Did, did I keep up? wanting one? Yeah, like, did you yeah, want to be in a relationship like, every time you get out of a relationship, you kind of learn a lesson, sure. and you want to evolve with someone else, but at the same time, um, I think that when you get into relationships, you're one person, and when you get out of a relationship, you're another one, and I think it's really important to be single as that second person, you know? If you date someone, like, I had a boyfriend who we dated for three years, wow. and when I started that relationship, like, I was nowhere near where I was, like, at the end of it, like, financially, like, um, body-wise, like, mentally and I had never been single as that Maddie. Sure. And so, like, I wasn't looking to jump in anything else. I wanted to be single as that Maddie. Oh, that's fascinating. I didn't understand at first, but you should, you should be single as the person that you are after you get yeah. out of that relationship. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and so I, was, um, so I wasn't looking to, like, jump in anything, anything super quick. Um, I'm not a sorority girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm ch I was chill just, like, hanging out. Yeah. So that's like your the, your late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, yeah. Early thirties, yeah. So then you were just like on the, not on the prowl, but single and right Very to mingle. The, oh yeah, yeah, on the prowl now. But yeah, now, but now that you prowl. know what sex is like now about. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh, I could do this. Yeah, yeah this like, is great. Cream pies. Let's do it. <laughs> Everyone gets a cream pie. <laughs> Everyone gets a cream pie. Another contender for episode title. <laughs> <laughs> for episode title. Um. Okay, so now at this point you are like enjoying sex. Yeah, and I get it. And, you and I and I get, <laughs> oh, I get, you get, I get it. it and I also get my place in it. Yeah. You know, because I didn't realize my own um pro, like pros and cons or like sure. my own like uh, I didn't yeah. understand what my I didn't understand like strengths. that my penis was a strength and I didn't understand that, like you know, I didn't understand stuff like that. Yeah. And so after dating him and realized like, oh, oh. like he really likes this. <laughs> Being like, oh like you really like, like this. this. I'm like, okay, great. Cool. So, cool. Maybe Good to know. Like it. Yeah. yeah. Know. Maybe other people like it. <laughs> so then I went and tested tested the waters a little bit. And found out they did. Yeah, I did yeah. <laughs> did some peer some peer testing. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so does any like amazing sex stick out in your mind um yeah definitely i mean i i've had i like like um god wait hold on let me think about some amazing oh sex. no or bad sex no i mean i don't have bad sex oh okay you could you know you've never been with like a funky partner what do you mean by funky like i don't know you think the chemistry's great and then oh, like you like yeah, start I mean, fooling around you're like a, oh no well, I, mean, I had there's a guy who was like obsessed with me and I was just like, I don't think that we're a match, dude. And he would just be like, no, like, let me come over, we'll smoke some weed and hang out. And he came over and he tried to blow me and there were all these rules. And I was like, we're not a match, dude. You're the, what are these rules? And like, whatever. And then he would ask me to, um, he was really into like piss play. He like okay. wanted me to pee on him. Sure, sure. And he would, he would be like, hey, I'm coming over tonight. Like, and he would call and make sure I was drinking water. I was so hydrated during that entire time. <laughs> Because he would just be like, drink more water, drink, drink more, more water. water. And it's like, okay, so we're having sex, and every like 20 minutes, I have to stop and like go in the restroom and like pee on him. And I'm so like, you guys like shuffle to the bathroom together? Yeah, and, and he would go and like kneel in the shower. Sure. And then be like, yeah, and it was all clear. It was, I was basically peeing water. Yeah. And then he'd shower off a little bit, and then he'd come and we'd keep having sex, but he was like super into that. But he had all these crazy rules, and I was like, dude, like I'm trying to be free. I'm a Sagittarius. I do not need to be bogged down yeah. by like all this stuff. And like I'm barely into it. And um and so that sex, even though like I'm not saying it was bad sex, because like I when I have sex now, I'm in it to like really win. Like you're not gonna leave having sex with me and like be pissed. Sure. You're like, like no, oh, no. he showed yeah, up. I'm gonna give you the best experience of your life. Ah! But at the same time, that that entire situation was kind of like, ugh, I'm like over this. Sure. Um, best sex. I mean, I've had a few. I, I've had a lot of sex like on vacation and stuff like that. Oh, you know, when yeah. you're like not a hotel room, hotel yeah. room, hotel showers. Oh my god. Out in the desert, like with the, under the stars. Sure. Stuff like that. I also um, there's this thing called that. I don't, I don't know if I should I say this. Like there, are, who listens to this? My, do my parents listen to this? No. Probably. So there's this thing um, that I like to call a magic butt, where like <laughs> it takes me like a while. It takes me a while to come. Sure. But ever so often, like I'll have, be having sex with someone and I'll come in like two minutes. Stop. And I'll be like, what the fuck was that? And they have, and I'm like, oh, that person has they a magic, have a magic butt. butt. And there's like, in my lifetime, it's happened like five <laughs> times, and I know exactly who they are. 
Wait, okay, even, yeah. I, even if I have sex with him like today, it would still happen. It would like, still happen. I was like, gonna say it's not just like a period thing. Like I've had, like there's one person who I've had sex with like four or five times, and every single time it's happened, and I'm like, okay, like this is insane because it usually takes me like I'm usually like let's go for like an hour. Like I'm usually, oh my like, god, I'm usually yeah. like we're out here like stretch, hydrate. <laughs> you, know? you need hydrate, to drink water and drink a pre workout because we're gonna do this. Stop. And so with these specific people, I've been like. Oh, this is weird. You have a magic butthole. And so with those, those have been really crazy moments where I've just been like, <laughs> what is this science? What's going on in there? What There's is going on of, in there? There's a bunch of Keebler elves just yeah. like doing stuff to your dick yeah. when it goes in it. I wish you were more educated. You could be my boyfriend. That's, oh, but that just sucked. It, for a while for me, it was like either physically inter- interested in them or mentally interested in them. It never overlapped. Oh, you know? yeah. No, there's like. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, especially in this town, there are so many. Lo- Los Angeles. I'm talking about Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are so many gorgeous men here. And so many of them are very vapid. Yeah. And it's just trying to have a normal conversation with any of them, trying to have an educated conversation, trying like, to speak about culture. Like, I am uh, a type of person who is so turned on by someone who, like, knows about art, knows about culture, knows about history, things like that. And when there's so many times I'll, I'll be hooking up with someone and it's just like, oh, you're, like, dumb as rocks. You're so hot. Damn. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. there's a lot of guys who, on the other side of the spectrum, are so in tune with all of these things that I care about but also, like, cannot find them physically attractive. So there is a tightrope there that um, I walk. But ever so often I find someone who who like hit, hit checks middle, all enough the middle of that Venn diagram, Venn diagram yeah, that sliver you're like <laughs> please <clears throat> yeah, yeah yeah wait what's your sex life been like recently um well i just got out of a relationship oh how long um i was in a relationship for 10 months okay and then i've been we've been broken up for three. Oh, so it was like pandemic a lot of it there was like still pandemic vibes i know the, the can you hear that on the thing no, probably not. Honk. Oh, it's done. Okay. Sorry. Um, I, I, okay, this is my thing about car alarms. Or car alarm. We're just going off if you guys couldn't hear it. D- does the person get an alert? That Yeah, like what? what's going on? He's like, that could have been my car, Anyone's but car. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Okay. Okay. I think there's a movie about it, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car alarms? Like Bill Murray or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I like Bill Murray. Okay. Um... Oh, oh, it was I like a pandemic. Yeah, we you were as like in the pandemic. Yeah, we knew each other for um, a couple years before we got together. Um, and he was in a prior relationship at the time. And then he got out of that one. And then we were hanging out as friends and then slowly moved into um, being boyfriends. Yeah. Wow. And it was pretty good. Yeah, it was great. He's, he's an amazing person. He's really, really wonderful. Um, he, um, is really great. He just wasn't my person. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Um, so you retain the friendship. Yeah. I don't really believe in being like enemies with your exes. It's like, if I loved you at some point, why am I going to be, of course, why are we going to be mad at each other? That doesn't make sense. I don't, we don't hate each other in any way. I just, I think we just have evolved out of the relationship. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, so then, you see, now and that I've been single for three months. Okay. Yeah. Have you been fucking? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and have you been fucking? <laughs> have you been busting nuts? That was the other one. <laughs> no. Um. I mean, yes, but like, I'm very selective. You know, I'm not. I like. I tell people I'm single, but I'm not like. Um. I'm not on the market. Sure. You know, I'm dating myself. I fucking love that. So it's like I'm not really. I'm not actively looking for someone to have sex with. I'm not on any of the apps. Sure. Um, the apps actually make me feel kind of icky. Sure. You know, like Grinder makes me feel really icky. Yeah. Um, I was on Raya for a little bit, and that made me feel icky. Even Raya el- elitist did, icky. Raya <laughs> did nothing for me. I like literally stopped using it because I was just like, this is nothing's happening. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. It's good for like networking and it's good for like basically knowing all the hot people in every country um, in Europe. You know? <laughs> oh, I forgot about I, that because they show you people with, in I would Paris. Match with guys and be like, like, oh, we matched. He's so hot. He's in he's Brazil. In Croatia. Yeah. What the fuck are we going to do during a fucking pandemic? Right. You know? Um, and so it was that, but then I got off it. Like my, my heart was not into it. My heart isn't into Grinder. My heart wasn't into Tinder. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm very slowly dipping my toe back into the dating pool. And, um, you know, 
I, I think that also when you're in a relationship, there's a safety there. Um, and I think that when I first got out of it, um, I may have hooked up with a, a couple people and found that like, um, they got like a, a little attached very quickly, you know, mm. and I wasn't ready for that, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, I have sex with someone and, and like, they, they, you know, they come to my house, they see the art, they get like dick down and they're like, so when am I moving in? And I'm like, girl, what? And no. I'm like, Oh, absolutely not. And <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I need to be a lot more, um, purposeful with who I'm having sex with. Sure. And so I'm just like kind of not. Until you, you know? can like get your ducks in a row or get your well, like not even speech. Ducks in a row. It's just that like, I'm, I, I am very particular about who I share my energy with. Yeah. And I've spent a lot of time in therapy. I have a life coach. I have crystals all over this house. I'm constantly meditating. I have like top shelf primo energy and I can't just be sharing my energy with anyone, you know? <laughs> I and so love therefore, that. When the right energy comes around, that's who will get it. I love that. Yeah. I like really love that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it, uh, that's uh, just good advice for anyone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like I. Yeah. No. And it's yeah. It's people. People think that they can have like parts of you and stuff like that, and it's like it's like actually no. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Also, I see people, and it's it's like one of those things when a friend will complain about another friend, and I'm like dude, don't hang out with them. Like yeah. they're just don't, you, you don't have to. There's a million other people to hang out with. So many. And yourself at the end of the day, yeah. do something for you. Well, that's a, a really walk, big, great you know? thing about the pandemic is that it taught everyone that they can be alone. Yeah. Like you're not going to die. Yeah. You just chill at your house. Yeah. You know, I like me. Like I don't not like me. Like I'm fine. Same. You know, and that I think that liking yourself is such an important quality to have before entering a relationship because you need to be, okay with being alone right you know i don't want to be in a relationship because i can't stand the thought of being by myself right. i want to be in a relationship because i i want to share this life with yes you're like oh this i love this person i want to like help them live a great life i want yeah. them to enhance yeah. my life yeah and the awesome thing about being gay is that and i mean i'm sure it's like this with straights but both being gay like you truly are fucking your best friend you know it's, you're truly like this is my best friend and my and dick's in him. we get to also fuck. <laughs> he eats my cummies all the time. <laughs> That's how I've always described, uh, like, wanting a boyfriend, like, a best friend that we, like, have sex. And then we go to a movie. And then we grab food. And we have sex again. And then, like... Yeah. You know, you do your work for the day. That's the, and then, that's the best. Yeah. That's absolutely the best. And so that's what... That's... The hunt is on. Yes. But in, like, a very casual but way. But, like, a very casual... Like, I don't even care what... <laughs> Well, this is also Maddie like, underscore pipes on IG. <laughs> I was gonna say it's um it's very manifesting thing to like know exactly. If you made it this far into the conversation, you want it. <laughs> well, the very last thing is um, do you have any advice you would give to little Maddie before he began his like journey, his sexual journey? Oh wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I would say like fuck. Um, <laughs> fuck. No, like know your worth and like um i would say be more uh not assertive what's the word yeah be more, that's a be, word yeah maybe be more assertive i think that i spent so long like not really realizing my sexual worth and not and for that not taking chances that i could have i look back now and you know you have those crushes that you're like woulda shoulda coulda woulda and it's like i totally shoulda yeah and it's like i coulda yeah and i wish i woulda <laughs> So, so put it out there you know i was like i didn't know yeah i literally was one of those kids who um i thought that I, my penis was like normal because all i had seen is porn and i was like <laughs> you're a porn star and I, was like, I was like oh everyone's everyone's dicks is like that and then i got to high school and i was like what's that because you like shower with people and you're like what's that about why yeah, you weird. okay yeah and then i had a friend basically tell me that I would never have a boyfriend because my penis was too big because because men because guys are looking for about a six inch penis which they which is called a boyfriend dick and they want something that they can ride every day that's not gonna like wreck them and like blah blah, blah. and he was basically like so like you're probably never gonna have like a real boyfriend like that and i was like it traumatized me for a little bit oh my god um, yeah he's one of the people i actually cut him out of my life so it's fine Bye, bitch. I was like, you gotta go. <laughs> None of that I energy. Hate, I hate that friends that we love and trust can say something and it 
affects like years of our life. Oh yeah, I mean it affect it affected like literally months until I like talked about it in therapy and I was like, oh, we're releasing that. Bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah. yeah, no one gets to write my story, so. I love that. Um, you already said it, but tell people again where they can find you. Oh, okay. So I'm on Instagram, Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y underscore P-I-P-E-S, Maddie Pipes. Um, and that's about it, I think. Wait, where else are you trying to find me? I'm not giving you my address. <laughs> I'll give you the address in the outro. I'm on none of the, I'm on none of the apps, so don't look for me. <laughs> I'm at but, the club, but I'm in VIP. You can't get in. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Damn. I'm just kidding. I'm so He's sorry. looking down that's on you joke. from the heavens. <laughs> from All right. the heavens. Thanks for doing this. Oh, thank you for having me. I am telling you, run, do not walk to find Maddie on social media. He's so handsome, so talented, as you heard, just sweet, kind, thoughtful, smart. Uh, he's just, he's the tits. Um, Maddie underscore pipes. Uh, his pup, uh, Copper Pipes, is also online. And his Instagram account that he curates uh, into black eyes is is a sexy ass follow. So treat yourself. Um, and that's it for me. I'm still cooling down from my bad news from the intro. Um, but please, uh, rate and review the pod, share the pod, consider signing up for the Patreon. Um, next week is episode 50 and I, there will be a break after that, but I will be back. You have my word. Oh, but I miss you already. And until next week, keep sucking and fucking. I love you. Bye.